How do you run an effective business? Could it use a little help? That's where this program comes in. Welcome to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. Your host is Phaedra's daughter, Precious Hanks Carter. Some organizations are running their business without the correct guidelines in place. They don't know, nor have they taken the time to get to know the correct way of running a business. Let Phaedra's wisdom help you right now. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. I'm your host, Precious Hanks Carter, and I just want to start off by saying that I'm so appreciative and grateful to Voice America for this wonderful opportunity to be able to carry on um, my mother's legacy. Um, My mother started this show back in July, and she was very excited at the concept and thought of being able to help other potential business owners, as well as current business owners, grow their businesses. And unfortunately, um, she was not able to finish what she started. And so I am here to carry on the vision. I was in business uh, with my mother for the past 16 years. And so I am pretty familiar with her business acumen, as well as she just embedded in me life principles and values and, and, and cores and beliefs all my life. So what better person to, um, to share her wisdom in the business that she took from intangible to the tangible. And um, she really flourished her business. And she is one of the best businesswomen that I know. And so I'm just going to share the tidbits and, and wisdom that she passed on to me or that I experienced firsthand from watching her and being side by side with her during the day-to-day business operations. So today's broadcast is finding your purpose to building a legacy. And I just think that's so fitting for the my first broadcast because I am continuing my mother's legacy. And so anything that you do in life, I wanna encourage you to look beyond your time here on earth and how you're going to leave the earth a better place than when you were here on it. And so with that, let's get into finding your purpose to building a legacy. And so I believe any and everybody that is listening today is listening for one or two reasons. You're either listening because you're supporting me or you are here because you want to know how to start or grow your business. And I'm here to tell you that you have indeed come to the right place. I want to talk about first purpose and why I choose to start off with the topic of purpose is because there is a reason behind everything. And so any and everything that you do, not just in business, but in life in general, should have a purpose behind it. And that is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And so I want to encourage you to write down now that everything that you do, there needs to be a definition in it. Everything needs to be defined. Your actions need to be defined because that makes them distinct. 
So every step that you take going forward in creating this business needs to have a defining moment. You need to make your intentions clearly apparent as so to avoid any mistakes. And what I mean by that is your intentions, your actions, everything needs to be visible and it needs to be understood. So whatever it is that you are going to do, you need to understand why you're doing it. Because when you understand why you're doing it, it's clear and concise and you leave little room for error. So the main thing that I want you to get out of the opening is to be intentional. And that's just in life in general. Live your life intentional. So if you choose to live your life intentional, your business, your business practices should definitely be intentional. And that means being done deliberately. Whatever decision that you make needs to be done with deliberation. It's knowingly choosing your direction and sometimes shaking up the routine on occasion because you need to get your mind to consciously be thinking. And so now what I want to do is I want to pose a few questions to you. So I want you to start writing things down. In order to be intentional, you have to be in the know. So let's start off with what is it that you would like to do? Because we all have an idea to start a business. And before I get further in, I, I have two questions that I want to put out there. Can anyone start a business? Yes. Should anyone start a business? No. And I'm just being realistic. And that's the one thing that you will discover for those that don't know me, the time that you spend with me is that I'm a very realistic person. Um, I don't chase fantasies. I believe in turning dreams into reality and not leaving them in that dream state because when you leave them in that dream state, all it is is just a fantasy and a daydream. So can anyone start a business? Yes. Should anyone start a business? No. And what I mean by that is if you don't have a hustler's mentality, starting a business is not for you. If you're not a hard worker, Starting a business is not for you. And if you cannot um, put in the 16 hours to work at the start of the business, then that's not for you. You might want to go out and acquire a business. I'm talking to people that are looking to start businesses, people that are ready to be hustlers, people that are ready to be go-getters. And people that know that they have a great idea, they just need help getting it to be tangible. And then I might have some potential business owners out there listening to this broadcast that don't know exactly what it is. They just know, hey, I have a lot of great ideas and I'm trying to figure out which one is the best idea. So let's start off with what would you like to do? Write it down, figure out what is it that I'm good at? I always tell people when I'm, I'm counseling them because I'm a life coach as well, is let's start off by pursuing your passion. Because when you're passionate about something, you're going to give it your all. Also, when you're an expert at something, it just flows easy to you. So what is it that you would like to do? You already know the who. The who is you. And I can't stress that 
that particular concept enough. It has to be you. When you're starting a business, it has to be you. You have to be the one to put in the, the manual labor. You can't come up with a business concept and just sit back in the early stages and think, oh, okay, I have the idea. I'm just going to uh, you know, facilitate this person do this, that person do that. It's not, you're the, it's your idea. It's your baby. It's your brainchild. So it has to be you because you're the one that should be passionate about it. And if you're not willing to put in that hard work, if you're not willing to be the one to get this business off the ground, then once again, maybe you're not a business owner, maybe you're an investor. And it's important to differentiate and know, and know what you actually are. So the who has already been taken care of. And the where, I want you to just think where. And the where should be your present location. And, I, and the where varies. The where is your present location, like what city you want your business to be headquartered in, but also your where is, is it going to be in your garage? Is it going to be in your home office? Or are you going to go ahead and take that leap of faith and rent an office space. And right now, I encourage you as a startup business, as a business that's not yet off the ground, it is okay for your where to be in your dining room, to be in your garage, to be in your basement, or to be in your home office, because that saves on your overhead costs, which we'll talk about in future broadcasts, but it also helps you if you're a homeowner on a tax write-off. Your why, your why is your defining moment. Your why is the heart of your business. And that's what we're going to focus on today. Your why is your purpose and your intent. I want to ask you, I want to go ahead and pose this question. Why do you want to start a business? Outside of the obvious reason to make a profit, why do you want to start a business? I can tell you right now, Mrs. Hanks, my mom, her primary focus of starting a business, her why was for her family. She wanted to leave something for her children's children and their children. And she was a woman that, that built her life on biblical principles and foundation. And that's what it says in the Bible. A good man leaves an inheritance for their children's children. And so that is what she knew how to do. She was a hard worker and she was a smart businesswoman. And I'm proud to say she was a self-made businesswoman. Many people proclaim to be self-made, but I can attest I was there. Major Hanks was a self-made businesswoman, an entrepreneur that was a hard worker and a go-getter. And it was all because of her why. Her purpose for the business was she wanted to leave a legacy. She knew she wanted it to be a family business and she wanted it to be a way to provide a great lifestyle for her family. Purpose also should extend beyond that. Purpose is what you can provide, the services you provide, your intent. And so we're going to dig further deeper into that. And then the last question is how. You know what you want to do. You know where you want to do it. 
you're the one doing it. So that's the who and you know why you're going to do it. And so the last one is how, and that's going to be later on in the broadcast. So I wanted to pose those questions because it's imperative for you to get the concept that every business has a purpose. That's the start. Every business has a purpose. Why the company does what it does. See, purpose is the reason that a company was initially founded. That goes back to your why. That You can also include that in your why. I'm founding this company because of, and then go ahead and write that out. And I want you to write that out. And um, those that like self-affirmations, I want you to write that out. The reason that I am starting this company, the reason that this company was initially founded is because of blank. And I want you to keep that in your, your schedule, your calendar. I want you to keep that on your mirror when you wake up every morning. Keep it on your dashboard when you're on your way to work. Keep it at your desk because when you see yourself wondering, your mind wondering or veering off track, you can go back to that initial reason and that'll help get you back focused. I want everybody to understand that purpose is not a mission or a vision statement, but it's what makes your business unique. Now, listen, if you've come up with the idea, this is me being my real, putting my realistic hat on. If you've come up with the idea, I hate to break it to you, somewhere out there, about 10 other people have come up with the idea too, or there's probably people already doing it, but what you have to do in your purpose is distinguish what makes your business unique, but more importantly, what makes it stand out from other competitors. I can tell you right now, um, the business industry that we're in, there's tons of businesses that are doing and providing the services that Hanks Hanks and Associates provides. But we're unique and we stand out um, because of our business acumen. And once again, this first broadcast that I'm doing today is just pretty much a synopsis. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to be talking about. There's a lot of information that I'm going to be giving. Um, don't get overwhelmed because it's stuff that I'll come back to. Um, so business acumen, I just want to get you acclimated with that because I will be circling back to that in future broadcasts. And so don't get discouraged if you're like, I don't have a business acumen right now. That's great because you can, we'll build it together. Right now, I want you to go and I want to give you a glimpse inside my thought process and how I think and, and how we operate um, at Hanks Hanks and Associates as well. So in our conference room, we have two whiteboards um, on two adjacent walls. And so we have thinking sessions. And so I encourage you um, to have a thinking session with yourself. I have a thinking self session with myself. I have a thinking session with my team. Uh, Mrs. Hanks used to always have a thinking session um, every November. We just called it um, our board of directors meetings. And then we always had another thinking session with our project managers in June, which we called project manager seminars. And this is a time where you really just dive deep into your thought process and then you organize your thoughts. So 
what I do is, and what I want you to do is I want you to, if you have a sheet of paper, write the word purpose in the middle of the paper and put the circle around it, circle it like a cloud, purpose. And then we're going to put a little arrow down going towards the left and we're gonna write generic. And then we're gonna move over to the, the right with an arrow and write specific. And so here's our thought process, my thought bubble. So we have purpose. You're gonna have a generic purpose and you're gonna have a specific purpose. The generic purpose is just to be informative and lay out a broad goal. So what goals do you have to start this business? Let's talk about some generic goals. So whatever you have decided that you, whatever your what is that you would like to do, put a generic purpose beside that. And remember, it's just to inform and lay out your broad goal. And so now we're going to move on to the right side where it's specific. Now, the specific purpose describes precisely and vividly what the company is intending to do. And the reason why I want to hit so hard on purpose is because a company without a purpose will aimlessly wander. And I want you to get in your mind that you're not going to be an aimless wanderer. I want you to think of a target. Think of it as a target. If you're into archery, if you're into going to the gun range or even the golf range, think of a target and realize that purpose is assisting you with your aim to point you in the right direction and get you on the right course. Purpose helps you define what it is that your company does. I want you to list some values around your purpose. I want you to list some principles, some standards or behaviors. I'll tell you that I'm not going to tell you to do anything that I haven't seen done or I haven't done myself. I'll share a story with you. Mrs. Hanks, the main principle that she founded Hanks, Hanks and Associates on is spirit of excellence. You ask any employee past or present, any vendor, any customer, any client, any partner, and they're going to tell you Hanks, Hanks and Associates does things with a spirit of excellence. They're going to because it's not something that we can forget. It's been embedded in our business culture. It's even on our letterhead. It says Hanks, Hanks and Associates. And then the next line is spirit of excellence. So early on at the inception of the company, Ms. Hanks knew, hey, a value that I want this company to be founded on is doing things with a spirit of excellence. And so just to foresee in the future and give you something to hope for is that value that she had, she just didn't say that and put it on the letterhead um, because it just looked good and okay, there we go, I've completed that. No, it, like I said before, it was embedded in our culture and we had to make sure in order to maintain a spirit of excellence culture within the business of Hanks, Hanks and Associates, that has to flow down to your employees. So now that that's a core value that you want your company to be purposeful and intentional in, 
you have to make sure that you surround yourself with people that operate with that value. So for us, it's a spirit of excellence. It's for us doing a rigorous um, interview process to make sure that we're not just hiring people that know what they're doing, but that people are the right fit that operate in a spirit of excellence. If you don't operate in a spirit of excellence, you can't work for Hank Sanks and Associates. If you slip through the crack, we put you on a performance improvement plan so that you can get back on track, or we've got to let you go because our reputation is built on a spirit of excellence because that is a principle and core value that Ms. Hanks founded this company on. The next thing that purpose does is it makes you stay grounded in reality. And what I mean by that, and I spoke on that earlier on, is that everybody has an idea. Everybody has a dream. And you should. You should always dream big. Everybody has a dream. The difference between a dream being turned into reality and a dream remaining a fantasy is the action behind it. So in order to make your dream into reality, you have to be grounded in reality, correct? And that means just what it is, the root word, just being realistic, not overextending yourself, not overcommitting yourself. More importantly, not setting yourself up for failure. Purpose also just makes it plain. And what I mean by that is it just, I don't know how better else to say make it plain than it literally just makes it plain. It keeps it simple. That's what I mean to say. It keeps it simple for you. If you write your purpose down and you know what it is, it keeps it simple for you to keep you on track. Lastly, purpose makes it tangible in business. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the, the dream remaining into the fantasy or the dream being turned into reality. I am confident in saying that everybody has a good idea. Everybody has a good idea some way along in life. But not everybody's idea makes it in, in, into the tangible state. So what are you going to do to make sure that your idea becomes tangible? It starts with purpose. Another phrase that I want you to write down for today is the one thing, it's one thing to have all the info and it's another to know what to do with it. I remember going to seminars after seminars and, and signing up for courses outside of um, the education that I've, I've obtained. And a lot of times we take courses or we sign up for courses because it's a part of our job requirement or um, some of us are certified. I know um, certified public accountants, they do have to do, I think, 80 hours every two years in continuing education. So a lot of times we do it because it's a requirement. And the courses that we sign up for are informative. But what do you do with that information that you have? So that's what I mean. It's one thing to have all the information, but it's another to know what to do with it. 
Now, I am happy for each and every one of you that truly desires to become a business owner and you've made a commitment to come and listen to this broadcast every Friday at noon live, or you're going to listen to it um, in your own leisure. But what are you going to do with the information that you receive? I encourage you not just to sit down and write the information and just say, I've done my part and just think that something is going to happen. I encourage you to take this information and be purposeful and intentional with it. So before we break, I do want to get into talking about the power of purpose. I am a person that I believe in power. There's power in everything. And there's especially power and purpose. And the first concept with the power of purpose is what does your company stand for? It's, I talked about it before, your reason for existing outside of making a profit. And I really encourage you not to be one that is just driven by the bottom line. Because if you're just driven by the bottom line, you're going to sacrifice in other areas. Other areas are going to suffer and they're going to compromise. And, um, and you're not going to be able to be the best business owner that you can possibly be. I promise you, if you follow other principles outside of making a profit or having a high bottom line, everything else will fall into place, causing your profits to fall into place as well. Studies have shown that purpose-driven companies do make more money because they're more focused. Purpose-driven companies have employees that are more engaged. Purpose-driven companies foster loyalty in their employees and their vendors and their partners and their consumers. Purpose-driven companies are better at innovation and transformational change. You see, establishing your purpose sets the course for a long-term effect. Your desire to start a company requires you to see beyond what is in front of you. I want you to picture the horizon. You might even be in a position to where you can look at the horizon. But you literally have to look past the horizon to see the limitless possibilities. And those limit possibilities are resources. Those limit possibilities are yourself. And it also includes time. And so with that being said, we're going to break real quick. And when we come back, I'm going to touch more a little bit on being a purpose-driven company. And then we're going to move into our how. So come back after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Business news and discussions are always changing. In order to stay ahead of the game, sometimes you need to be a follower. You can follow the Voice America Business Channel on Twitter at VoiceAMBusiness. Again, that's at VoiceAMBusiness. And stay current. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. To reach the program today with a comment or question, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email by clicking the email host button on the Voice America show page. Now, back to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. Here again is Precious Hanks Carter. Welcome back. Before we took that short break, I want to recap on what we talked about in the first segment. We discussed being intentional. We discussed In order to be intentional, you have to know what it is you would like to do, where, why, which is your purpose and intent, and then how. Start out by answering those questions. We talked about not being and falling into that category of a company that aimlessly wonders. And then we also got into and started to get into the power of purpose. And what I was discussing is before the break is that's what your company stands for, your reason for existing. And studies have shown that purpose-driven companies make more money. They foster loyalty in their collaborations and partnerships. Their employees are more engaged. And there's better innovation and transformational change. And I also talked about your desire for your company is going to require you to see beyond what is in front of you. You have to look past the horizon to the limitless possibilities. And I said, that includes time. And I left off with that. And what I mean by that is don't put a limit on the time that your company will be in existence. You should desire for your company to live on beyond yourself, especially if your desire is to create a legacy. 
before your business strategy, before your business plan, before your forecasting, and even before your budget. I can't stress it enough. You've got to start with your purpose. And here's why. Your purpose will influence decision-making. It will inspire employees. But more importantly, it's going to build trust. Remember in the first segment, I told you to write down your reason for founding your company. And I did that because, and I said, you know, it, it'll keep you on track and it'll help you from veering off because the distractions are all around. The, this world is full of distractions and it's easy to veer off course at any time. And like I said, I'm a realist. I, I don't believe in perfection. I believe in progression because I believe when one strives to be perfect, they're setting themselves up for failure off the break. But if you desire for progression, progression is moving forward. And as long as you're moving forward, that should be perfect enough for you. And so being real about being faced with distractions and you're on the road and you see a certain course and you see your journey and the path before you. And sometimes it's easy to look to your right and look to your left and want to veer off to that stop as well. But when you have a purpose and when your decision-making is rooted and grounded in purpose and when your employees are inspired by your purpose, then you're able to revert back to the purpose and get focused. And so that's why I'm big on saying that your purpose will influence your decision-making. With any decision that you make in business, especially at the startup point, the first question should be when you're faced with a decision or even an ultimatum is how does this align up with my purpose? Will this decision lead back to my purpose? And if the answer is yes, then that's good enough. If the answer is no, then you, you need to turn the other way and, and find out um, the, the road that aligns with your purpose. See, mo most companies employ purpose to guide their inception. And that's where we are. Now, because you're a startup company, you've got to use the purpose to guide your inception. And I can't stress it enough that it's best to develop at the foundation. I've done some consulting work with the Small Business Administration um, years ago, and there's many a times that I've, I've had to go in and I've had to consult, not startup businesses, but businesses that have been around five years, 10 years, and they, they didn't start with a purpose and they needed to transform or even resurrect their business. And so it, we had to start with the purpose. We had to start from scratch. And these were businesses that had been around, but they had hit a plateau or they had remained stagnant or things didn't take off the way it should. And so now we had to go back to ground zero and start with purpose. And so that's why I state, and you need to write it down, it's best to develop at the foundation. 
And here's why. Purpose should be a core driver of strategy and a driver of your decision-making. As I had gave the example before about, hey, where does this align with my purpose? I wanna talk about why it's important to get this in at the foundation. Because what you're about to get into, it's not easy and it's not for the faint at heart. And if it were easy, everyone would be doing it, correct? Everyone's not a business owner because it's not easy. So what you have to do is you have to understand that you're about to embark on a serious journey. But more importantly, you're about to not just embark on a journey in creating a business, but you're about to find out some things about yourself. You're about to rediscover yourself through birthing a business. And what I want you to make a point, make a promise to yourself that you're going to distinguish saying versus doing. My mom used to always say, mean what you say and say what you mean. I remember being like 13 or 14 years old and being like, well, dang, why you got to repeat it like that? Either mean what you say or say what you mean. Why does it have to be mean what you say and say what you mean? You know, or why couldn't you just say, make sure your actions and your words align together? But hey, I'm a person of words and you have to pay attention to words. So let's take a, a closer look at mean what you say and say what you mean. When you break that saying down, it's all about consistency. It is my paraphrasing about making sure your words and actions align together. It's about consistency to ensure that your words and your behavior and actions are the same. That way, no one's confused about who you are. If you mean what you say and say what you mean, people will have no room for doubt to question your integrity and it builds trust. And in business, that's what it's all about. It's about building your reputation to show that you're a trustworthy person. Meaning what you say and saying what you mean also means that you carry through with whatever limit you set forth. And I know I was talking about limitless possibilities. And that, that, is, that is a hallmark phrase of mine. But I also want you as a business owner to set limits for yourself. I'm not saying to limit yourself, but I'm saying to set limits for yourself. What you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. That's what we mean by that. also want you to get into the concept of purpose enables success. At the end of the day, purpose is valuable because it helps produce strategic clarity. At the inception stage of business, 
you're, you're going to be faced with a lot of questions. And since you're tuning into this show, I'm going to pose a lot of questions to cause you to think. Thinking is good. I told you I like thinking sessions. So purpose helps you produce strategic clarity. It sets boundaries for, like I said, what an organization will or it will not do. Purpose helps with innovation. It helps with creativity. It opens up the creative process. That's why I'm all for thinking sessions, whether it's with myself, whether it's with my team, even with my family. Um, purpose helps with the creative process. When you sit down and, and as I stated before, you know, put purpose in the, the middle of the page and create these little extensions to go beyond it, it gets your creative juices flowing. It allows you to not only think it, but it allows you to see it on paper. And then as you're visualizing it, you might come up with something else. Purpose also creates transformation, not just within the business. Some businesses, as I told you before, I've helped some business owners transform from the business that they, they started up to the business that they want to become. But transformation also happens within you as the business owner, as the founder. As I said, you're going to learn some things about yourself. You're going to discover, hey, I can do that. And so transformation is a good thing because it's moving forward. Purpose takes a business from one level to the next. At this moment, we want to take the business from being a thought in your, your head as an idea to becoming something tangible. And then I want you to be realistic about the various levels because there are levels to this. And things take time. That's another thing that you have to be prepared for is things are going to take time. Now, that's where I want you to place limits, not on yourself, but for yourself. Limits as in deadlines. How long is this going to take? Don't allow it to take too long. But make sure that you're doing things in a timely manner, that you're not just sitting on things, but more importantly, that you're not trying to rush things because there's a process in everything. Purpose is human nature. And this, as a business owner, I need you to get embedded because you have to, I know everything has to be business oriented, but you have to realize everyone wants to belong and be a part of something greater than themselves. And when you can create that environment that people belong to your business, people are, are a part of your business, people are effective in your business, then that is a wonderful thing. You have to see the big picture. I'll share this with you with Mrs. Hanks too. Another reason why Mrs. Hanks was so successful in her business practices is that she seen the bigger picture and she realized she did not just view her employees 
as employees. And it wasn't just, oh, the employee that works for me. She looked at their families as well. I remember her saying, hey, we have X amount of families depending on the success of this business. And that made me see it in a completely different light. When she said that, I thought, wow, I seen that in a completely different light. And it made me respect her even more because she just wasn't looking at the business for herself. Every time we hired a new employee, they became family and their family became family. And that's what you have to realize. You have to realize purpose is human nature and it's okay. You don't have to, there's, there's a time to be stern. There's a time to be firm, but there's always a time to be compassionate and caring. And you have to be that as a business owner with your employees, see the bigger picture. It's, it's not just about you. It's about those connected to you. And that should also give you something to be excited for. Because when you think about it, you are not just starting this business for yourself. You're starting this business for future employees. Those that are going to be attached to you, you're giving them, you're creating opportunities for them, not just opportunities for them to, to bring home income for their family, but you're creating opportunities for them to grow, to grow in their career. Or that should be the desire. I know that's always been my desire in HR is to create opportunities for people to grow because you never stop learning or you shouldn't. And so you're creating opportunities for people to grow. You're creating opportunities for people to be inspired. That's the one thing that I, I constantly keep getting emails and phone calls and text messages about is how inspired inspiring Mrs. Hanks was. I remember sitting in on an interview um, because our, our process, I interview, and then this was early on in the business, Mrs. Hanks was actually interviewing. So this was a long time ago because she has an interview. She didn't interview, you know, the past seven or eight years, but she interviewed someone and she saw their potential. And I remember her telling this person, I'm going to bring you in um, on this team, but I'm bringing you in on this team with the intent to learn and grow and sit under this person. But in X amount of time, you will be leading your own team. And sure enough, we had a team lead position become available because we're a company that believes to promote from within. And Mrs. Hanks said, I need you to draft up a promotion letter it is such and such as time. And I remember thinking back to like, wow, you, I, I sat in on that interview where you told that person that. And so you have to see the big picture and take joy in knowing that your idea, your concept is going to not just impact your life, but it's going to impact others' lives. Purpose builds bridges not just with employees, but it gives room for collaborations 
and partnerships. And I don't want to get too deep into that because I have a whole nother broadcast that I'm excited to share about collaborations and partnerships um, based off of experience, based off of research. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited about that. But it's important for you to develop purpose now because it is going to help you with collaborations and partnerships. Because there's going to be some times in business where you're going to need to partner with another business, or you're going to need to collaborate with a charity. And you want to make sure that before you just enter in partnerships with people, that you're entering in with somebody that has the same structure as you, that has the same cores and values as you, because that starts with your purpose. So now that we have talked a little long about purpose, and I'm glad that you stuck with me, and I hope that you gained a lot from what I've discussed about purpose, I want to get into moving into the how. And I know we're not going to be able to cover all of the how in today's broadcast, um, but I just wanted to give you an introduction into what to look forward to and, um, and where we're going to go with this season. So the how is in what way or manner are you going to get it done? By what means? It's your strategy. It's a plan of action. It's a policy designed to achieve a major goal. It's your method or style of doing something. You've got you've to gotta start thinking about stuff like this. And then your means are your resources, which is a whole nother broadcast within itself. In order to pull off the how and transition into the how, I need to get into your mindset. Now, I want to talk real quick. I want to give you guys some, some scenarios. And I know you've probably heard about this before. You have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And I need you. You might think you know yourself. And like I told you, you're going to really get to know yourself um, through this process of starting a business. Do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? And we're going to find out right now. So do you think that failure is the limit of your abilities? Or do you believe that failure is an opportunity to grow? If you believe that failure is an opportunity to grow, then you have a growth mindset. If you believe that failure is the limit of your abilities, then you have a fixed mindset. I'll tell you right now, I remember growing up and always hearing failure is not an option. Failure is not an option. And I just thought, that's not what I believe. I don't, I don't think that's right. And that's not what I believe. I mean, I understand what people say when they say failure is not an option. But me, I'm the complete opposite. Failure to me just means that that's not the way to do it. I've got to find another way to do it. Do you like to try new things? Or do you stick with what you know? If you stick with what you know, you have a fixed mindset. If you like to try new things, then you have a growth mindset. So obviously, if you like to be challenged, you've got a growth mindset. If you don't like to be challenged, you have a fixed mindset. I encourage you to research 
type in Google fixed versus growth mindset. Take a little bit of time to figure out which one is which, which one you are. Now, if you are, if you come to the realization, oh my goodness, I have a fixed mindset, don't get discouraged because guess what? You can train your mind. Your mindset is the way you view the world, your philosophy on life. Remember, at the end of the day, it is all about perspective. Perspective is a particular attitude toward or way of regarding something. It's your point of view. I'm going to tell you something right now. You can't be closed-minded in business. You have to be open to new opportunities, new ways of doing things, and um, multiple perspectives. If you need a little bit of work on your mindset, I have some homework for you. Be fearless. Be willing to take that leap of faith. Be willing to take the risk. Understand finance. Be willing to grow as a leader. But more importantly, show gratitude. Now, what I want to talk about in closing So I just want to read off some statistics and give you something to think about. I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm just trying to be realistic. The failure rate of startups in 2019 was around 90%. According to business owners, the reasons for the failure was because they ran out of money. They were in the wrong market. They had a lack of research, bad partnerships, ineffective marketing, and not being an expert in the industry. Now, data from the Business of Labor and Statistics Bureau shows that approximately 20% of new businesses fell during the first two years of opening, 45% during the first five years, and 65% during the first 10 years. Only 25% of businesses make it to 15 years and beyond. Now, I didn't recite these these percentages to scare you. I recited them to inspire you. Be sure and make up in your mind that you're on the other side of those statistics, that you're one of the 25% of businesses that make it 15 years and beyond. And realize and go back and do your research, and I'm going to be talking about it in a future broadcast, of why these businesses failed and how you're going to learn from those failed businesses' mistakes. I'm excited about this opportunity, and I thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to future broadcasts where we will be discussing um, more of these topics in depth and where I'll help you build a business plan. I'll help you discover your business acumen, help you realize what are successful collaborations and partnerships. And once again, thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to embarking in on this journey with you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in this week to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. Your host, Precious Hanks Carter, will be back next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time 
That's noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we feature another edition of the program. We'll talk business success again soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business.